was uh, in the UK. Yeah. Um, you know, at that time, you're locked out and yeah. you're all alone. In a different country, first of all. In a different country. Yeah. Um, and also your co-founders are back at home. Mm -hmm. So the question now is, what am I really doing with my life? Hi everyone, welcome to VR Feel. Thank you for joining us. We are really happy to have you. My name is Lea Kigondo, half of VR Feel. One boy is not with us today, but as you can see, we have someone else. <laughs> uh, but before that, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure that you subscribe and hit the subscription button. Boy, Kikuyu. And the notification bell so that every time you release a new episode, you get notified and make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms at we underscore are underscore feel so today we have an interesting episode um and we have an amazing guest uh and as you i think you'd tell is we are having a lot of conversations around transitions and one of the conversation we wanted to have is transition between um corporate life uh and also entrepreneurship life and how all the, the transitions that happen um in those different uh, scenarios and today we have a guest that has gone through it <laughs> from corporate to entrepreneurship from entrepreneurship to entrepreneurship right yeah. um and he he's here to share with us uh part of his journey and so i'm here to learn and um and we just get to know what happens because i think most of us are um interested in entrepreneurship some of us want to transition back to corporate and and all that and so yeah um so our guest today is called norman munge i'm, I'm pronouncing it correctly yeah, right that's, that's the name yeah. <laughs> um so uh, his bio is from navigating high and low start uh, lows of starting different tech companies Norman loves to dance with change with resilience acting as his guiding light from a young Age, his journey has been a thrilling tale of seizing opportunities uh, where others see roadblocks stumbling and picks himself up. He's uh, driven by a, by a passion to help people reach their full potential. Uh, when he is not immersed in the world of software engineering, you'll find him sharing his experience with upcoming entrepreneurs. And during his free time, he loves writing, breaking a sweat in the gym, uh, as we can all see. Uh, <laughs> and cheering on anything Liverpool, uh, football related. I'm not going to comment on that, <laughs> but we are happy to have you. Welcome to We Are Feel. Happy to be here. Like, welcome. So let's get into it. Um, so i just start with like a very light question. So if you were one household item, what would you be? Um, I think I'd be the keys. The keys. Why the keys? Uh, because I make the decision of whether somebody enters the house or not. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, nice one. Yeah. So if someone can, so that means you, as a person, you hold the keys to who gets access to you. Yes. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. Oh, that has its difference. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, um, 
I think one of the things we like understanding at we are feel, and I think that this came from us like reading a book by Oprah called What Happened to You, is that we understand like so much of our bringing and our environment and how we grew up really impacts who we are, and so I'd want to know how has how you were brought up and yeah. your younger years impacted the person you are now. Yeah. Um. Well, so I, I come from a family of three siblings. Okay. Uh, I'm the last born. Oh. So our family is pretty interesting. So my folks, uh, they went abroad mm -hmm. uh, for almost two decades and you are left uh, alone. Mm -hmm. uh, so how it impacted me is I had to be very independent from an early age. Yeah. And also mature. So that means that whenever I'm trying to make a decision, it's coming from a logical kind of uh, yeah, sense, yeah. where I have to look at all the aspects, mm. uh, both good, both bad, pros, mm. cons. Yeah, and I think that's that's how it has really impacted but, me to where yeah. I am today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So more logical perspective because you needed to yeah. kind of make decisions since you were young. Yes. Okay, yeah. that then speaks to the resilience in your bio <laughs> and being able to like pick yourself up when things are yeah. not going okay. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So since the discussion today is around entrepreneurship um, and the transitions that have happened in, in, in your career or professional journey, mm -hmm. uh, would, can, can you please share with us what has that, how that journey began? Um, it can start from campus or high school <laughs> and to uh, up to where you currently are and what you're currently doing. Um, okay, um, so that's, that's a good one. Um, so uh, something I didn't mention was yeah. my dad has always been into business, uh, oh. running his own uh, startup, his own business. Mm. Um, he used to sell beauty products. And you know, when, as a child, I usually believe you learn by observing. Yes. Um, so when I got into high school, I wouldn't say I was the person who came with sweets and used to go and sell to everyone, yeah. but I was more of the one who used to tell people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say bossy, yeah. uh, for lack of a better word. But uh, from that age, I came to realize I really love being in rooms where I can have a say in the decisions. Um, so that being family, that being whatever setting I'm in. And then so when I joined campus, um, my dad really impacted me into going into soft engineering. Mm. So I studied uh, DBIT at Strathmore. Mm -hmm. I, I actually did... What, what, what is... So it's a diploma in business oh. and information technology. Yeah. So at that time I did know... Um, you know, you could code yeah. using computers. For me, comps were all about gaming mm. and all that. Yeah. But then, after a while, like after the first semester, I was like, okay, I can really make some good money if I really knew how to code. Yeah. Um, so, from that uh, time, now I started looking at, okay, what ideas can I explore? Mm. Talking to my friends. Yeah. So, when I was in my second year, so now I transitioned into a bachelor's of the same program. Um, so one of my friends approached me and uh, uh, he mentioned, okay, I'm doing agriculture, you're in tech, maybe we combine our skill sets, uh, see if we can come up with an idea. Yeah. So for me, I wanted to go into agriculture, but my take on it was I wanted to go into the farm, mm, you know, plant potatoes. Yeah. 
But then he brought a quite uh, interesting angle to it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, um, I have some experience. Mm -hmm. So let's try it. Um, so at that time, uh, Strathmore, the good thing with Strathmore, they have like a business uh, hub. Yeah, incubation hub, yeah. Um, so we applied. Um, they were running a competition between Strathmore and Waterloo University from mm -hmm. Canada on agriculture. So we were like, okay, what, what do we have to lose? Yeah. Let's try this thing. Um, so, so that was my first startup. It was called Convi Farm. Uh, mm -hmm. I was running it with a really close friend, or rather family, mm -hmm. it's called Moro. Mm -hmm. um, so I played to it, I matched the best. Um, uh, and we were like, okay, can we could try this thing. Yeah. So did that. At that same time, uh, another friend of mine was like, okay, I'm thinking of also coming up with a startup uh, around tech, uh, you know, starting to build things for people mm -hmm. and maybe also internal ideas. Um, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm also actually want to do that because yeah. from an early age, I didn't want to go into employment. Kabsa. Kabsa, I was like, Ay, why Business. should I go work for somebody? Plus, you have, not also not, you have also not seen it. I've not when you come, seen yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, let me try to do this thing. Uh, build an empire. Mm. No, the goal has always been let's be Facebook. Just, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so now I was running Convi Farm and CC Tech. So CC mm. Tech was the name of the other startup. Yeah. Uh, we were based off uh, UON, so mm. University of Nairobi, yeah. and the other one was based mm. off Strathmore. So that was commuting yeah. back and forth. I think at one point we tried to match the two, so bringing mm. like the tech um, world into Convi Farm with also the people we had uh, at CC Tech. At CC Tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so ran those uh, two Just, companies yeah. for a while. Um, I think for Convi Farm almost three years, um, and then I decided to now focus more on CC Tech full time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, then CC Tech for almost seven years with a few friends of mine. So we were four, mm. all of us from the same high school. Mm. Everything was rosy. So we started from the bottom yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just uh, bootstrapped our way into having like a successful business yeah 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 so that's been my journey, journey so far, far. Yeah. Okay. okay so thank you first for telling us that journey so what what are you currently or what are you currently up to okay um so as we segue into that yeah um so when I was uh, in the UK, yeah, yeah, um, you know, at that time you're locked out and yeah. you're all alone in a different country, first of all, in a different country, yeah, um, and also your co founders are back at home. Mm -hmm. So, the question now is, what am I really doing with my life? Yeah, um, is where do you see myself in the next few years? Yeah, and what I realized is. For one, I felt like I'd become so codependent on mm. my co-founders, um, cause we'd been together for almost seven years. Seven years, seven yeah, years at yeah. That time. So it was okay, but now, now, man, sitting down, where do you see yourself? Um, yeah. And how are we going to get there? Yeah. So one thing we realized, uh, as much as when I was young, I was opposed to trying to go into the corporate world. Yeah. I realized there's also. Uh, some knowledge that I didn't have. Mm. So I decided, okay, let me try this on my own. So I went to 
code of Africa. So code mm-hmm. of Africa essentially takes talent and connects them with uh, jobs from abroad. Yeah. So I did that uh, for two years uh, thereabout. And then I felt now that, okay, I think now I'm my really growth is stalled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what can I try? Because um, I think there's a time I really felt fatigued. Like you mm. wake up, I'm doing, if it's not a similar job, it's, you know, it's like a, so yeah. much of a routine. Yeah. And I've never been a person who... Likes the same likes thing over of a yeah. long period of time. Yeah. Mix it up. <laughs> yeah. So I realized one, I love uh, I love building my own things mm. and I love taking things from the ground up and also love mm. making decisions. Yeah. Not only in the tech aspect but also in a business aspect. aspect yeah. So uh, I saw an opportunity to join Antla. Um, so Antla essentially brings uh, people who are interested in t- entrepreneurship yeah uh, try to match them with co-founders mm. uh, and then after there uh, if you match identify a problem and then take it from there yeah so i decided to give it a shot um <laughs> i was really nervous and yeah. i applied because yeah. go, what if they don't pick me you know? yeah um so fortunately i got in went through a really intense three months program yeah. got a co-founder his uh, name is james mm. uh, he's uh, been in the fintech industry uh, worked at safaricom yeah. worked at uh, zigo and all over africa um, and they felt like we were a good match yeah um, so from there we went from now looking at problems um, so first is okay what do you really like or where are you as a person so yeah. we realize both of us are in charmers at mm. different capacities uh, yeah. of course he's older so them it's you know <laughs> serious business serious, yeah. and very structured and yeah, yeah. and then for me I'm, I'm relatively new into this uh, yeah. investing and everything but i really love uh, anything to do with investing means, and any yeah. opportunity that's out there basically making my money work for, work for you yeah um and then we looked at charmers and we were like why are charmers uh why are they so traditional mm-hmm. um so we decided okay let's try to come up with a product um yeah. that we can actually make charmers use and there are quite a few out there yeah but uh, our whole angle was can we put it into like our whatsapp uh, kind of system where yeah. they don't have to go outside the environment and so that's what we came up with um, uh, we dubbed it Wekeza Africa mm. uh, and then after the program uh, we've been trying to see okay how can we go about it because yeah. the market is huge but then with Chamas people come into Chamas one because of trust yeah yeah so and you mostly enter Chamas with people that you know exactly yeah so how do we bring Chamas on board mm. uh, how do we enhance the trust level Evolves, yeah um and I, I can say that's where we are um mm-hmm. just looking at that space and also looking at other uh things we could okay, work on well, yeah um, yeah, so that's that's uh, where you currently, currently are. are. Yeah, just trying to 
identify <laughs> problems. problems. I think one of the things that you've said, um, co-founder codependency. How, mm-hmm. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never heard of someone say it, but now thinking about it, it's very, I think for the startups I've worked for, most times I've found that, um, so there was this, this is the person who came up with an, an idea mm-hmm. but then uh, as you guys grow other people come in sometimes that kind of vision keeps shifting sometimes you you like you, your kind of self-identity kind of get lost in the whole yeah. um or your reason for yeah. being there kind of get lost in the whole um co-founder togetherness you know and mm. there's this kind of like loyalty that you yeah. have and be like, because also you don't want to rock the boat too much. You're like, okay, mm. you also tend to conform a lot. Yeah. But what did co-founder dependency look like for you? Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty much the same. So, mm. you know, th- there are things where, where if you are alone, yeah. you can push yourself. Yeah. But if you have people, you get so comfortable. Uh, let's say mm. um, you handle that, so it's fine. Fine. Oh yeah. Um, and also, if you maybe are interested in doing something uh let's say uh i don't know if an example <laughs> um let's say uh, financial yeah and then there's somebody who's already handling that finance aspect yeah you don't want to step on their shoes on their toes yeah so, uh, it kind of limits you in that way mm. and then that also limits your growth because if i'm interested in something yeah then i should explore it yeah if i don't it will be a regret uh, mm. later on when, down the years yeah, yeah and i felt like i'd gotten into that position and it was time to break that uh wall well mm, yeah, yeah. identify myself or the potential, potential that, that you that you had okay yeah. um what is your view on transitions in general? And I think you have had so many transitions from your startup in Strathmore to yeah. CC Tech, from CC Tech to COVID shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that you ended up working for different corporates, I think because mm. of, um, as you have said, Code of Africa connects you to different uh, opportunities of work yeah. um, to Antler. So um, what is your view on transitions in general? And do you think that all those transitions have led to growth. Mm. I, I love transitions yeah. because yeah. one, it gets you out of your comfort zone. Mm. And and from an early age, I've been somebody who does who tries to do the things people don't want to do. Mm. Uh, so let's say there's a a challenge that comes up, yeah, and no one has any idea how to go about it, yeah. I'm usually the person who reads the room, and if people are reluctant to do it, I'm willing go to for it. go for it. Mm. And I think with that whole experience, there's gro- growth in it. Yeah. Because one, you're able to see how adaptable you are, and also, you're able to also identify yourself mm. in, okay, I did this, um, these are the lessons I learned, mm. these are the challenges I, I faced. How did I go about them? What can I do better yeah. uh, next time? So I, I usually love transitions because if you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations, then there's no growth. Yeah. And I, I feel like life is limited. Mm. And if you don't actually push yourself to the best of your potential, then 
<laughs> what what, what, what uh, are you living, living for? for yeah um, but at the same time i'm not saying that i'm just I'm, do things haphazardly uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> you have to take calculated risks. risks yeah and also i'm i'm not the best person and <laughs> i wouldn't advise people to actually listen to me because <laughs> i can't say i'm the best person to actually i, I haven't it's the statement i haven't really refined it mm. in, in the sense that um I'm still learning how to transition. Transition, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's different for every person. Uh, mm-hmm. My way is not the same as yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's important because you also need to know who you are, mm-hmm. your strengths, your yeah. weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, if there's an opportunity to work on your weakness, try Then it. try it. Okay. Yeah. And do you think like um, do transitions get better easier harder depending with where you are in your life for example uh when you're in strathmore uh and doing the agribusiness and moving to citec maybe it was an easier jump for you because maybe you are young and you're like you know what let's just explore uh and now maybe transitioning from antler to something then you're like oh wow where i am in my life can it accommodate do you think transitions become better easier depending on where you are in your life definitely mm. uh, and how has that now tell us maybe an example of how that has been okay so um from the whole hunter experience so yeah one thing that they really drilled into us mm-hmm. is to fall in love with a problem yeah and the other thing is the problem you have to have an identity with it mm. something that you actually face for yes, somebody yeah. in your close circle faces it mm. and i think if this one of the things i really learned from that program was that yeah because right now um looking at even the whole uh, aspect of what i want to do I'm yeah. like am i do i really love this thing um am mm. i going to do it are you connected am i connected to it yeah. um because it's well and good if you want to have your own business yeah uh, generate your own income mm. get out of the rat race yeah but at the same time it's not easy to run a business and you see in a corporate world it's nine to five sometimes you can work two more hours yeah but a business it's 24 hours there's no sleeping no sleeping yeah and now challenges they usually come when you are not expecting them yeah yeah um so you also have to put yourself in that Mm. situation envision yourself there yeah and if you really see you doing it then the thing you're trying to solve or the problem you're trying to solve you really have to be in tune with it mm. um yeah <laughs> that's that's because I, i i i know uh for me i think transitions um that have happened before mm-hmm. as you're sharing this when you're off mic is i feel like right now I'm more likely I think before I was like okay interesting jump interesting yeah it seems something like I can do then I go and I think yeah. at that time that time allowed me to do that and I think yeah. right now I can't just be like oh interesting but is it aligned to what I mm. want to do and pursue long term is it aligned to some of my values that yeah. I'm now I currently have um and like what I envision for myself I think yeah 
the transitions that I now take would be a bit different, maybe more calculated than mm. before. And, it, and that before was like my early 20s. So I think when you're at that age, I think my advice would be to <laughs> take as many changes, opportunities as you can um and do take those risks up because i think you have less to lose but i think mm -hmm. as you go f continually farm that up for yourself and what yeah. that essentially the long-term game looks like for you mm. yeah yeah i, I think to add on to that it yeah does become easier it becomes easier because you become to, wiser you become wiser <laughs> right because yeah. you're able to shift down the things that you know definitely yeah, won't yeah. Work. yeah and i think the other uh, advice might mm. be also have like a really close circle of people you can go talk to about yeah. every transition you're thinking you're going, about. Yeah. Um, ask them by there I want to do one, two, three. What do you think about it? Mm. Uh, for me, my close circle is uh, my partner. Yeah. Uh, so she usually breaks it down from the high level idea you have to the minimalist mm. of things and you're That's like good. okay <laughs> i did think, think of about other things yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's great to have a supportive partner um i think that adds on to like removing the anxiety of <laughs> <laughs> you know and you don't have support you're like oh you also have to convince them to mm. be on your side but when they're already on your side then yeah. that become makes things a bit easier yeah. so um uh, what was, are the specific moments or, or realizations that have prompted these shifts for you? And mostly, I think one that you said was uh, fatigue and not wanting to be in, a, mm. and I think that's when you are at Code of, of Africa. Yeah. In other elements or other transitions that you have had, uh, are there specific things that may brought you to that realization that, oh, now I think it's time to move on mm. or to jump into it? Uh, let me think about that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's usually just my I don't know my my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like if you have convinced yourself, then it's good. If you can see it, if I if I, yeah if I can envision Shin myself it, in yeah. it, then I'll do it. Um, and also, uh, I, I think I've also mentioned that uh, this, but if I feel like there's something I need to learn. Mm. then I'll do it. You'll do it, yeah, to make sure that you learn that what you sure want to learn. learn yeah. um, so for one, um, I, I can give an example. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. uh, I was sure, I was very sure that I would go and try this entrepreneurship thing again. Mm. Um, I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> how, where to start? Where to start. <laughs> Uh, because the other years I'd been with people, yeah, uh, the founders, but this one I was very adamant. I want to try it on my own. Mm -hmm. um, so what does that mean? So yeah. for me, it meant one. I feel like I need to enhance my leadership skills. Skills. Mm -hmm. um, so what what I did was we usually have like a alumni group. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, on WhatsApp, you yeah. guys always communicate. So for me, I felt that we need to be more. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just started organizing uh, like football matches, mm -hmm. inviting guys to come and, you know, going, uh, booking places, yeah. making sure everything is sorted. And with that, slowly I realized how to 
enhance those skills okay uh, and also now even in other aspects, aspects even in my family how to do certain things mm. if, if it's uh, let's say being more in tune with my niece and nephew mm. and things like that yeah yeah, yeah. So interesting how you 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 went about learning it. Like it's very practical. So in my head, I was like ready for you to say I went for a seminar, or I went in for like a leadership class. Actually, by like, oh, well. you did that as well. Because yeah. that that was my expectation. Was like you know I, I felt like I was not good at leadership. So the first thing I did is like go. But I think the the fact that you added a practical element yeah. that that affirmed what you learned at your seminar. Yeah. I think just let me jump in uh, ask like what is one of the things that you learned about leadership um that's interesting yeah um one people management mm. <laughs> um i think it's one of the most undervalued skills you can have oh yeah um because people are different mm. um and the other thing i learned also was uh as much as you want to to do this leadership and control things yeah. uh, you also have to know to delegate some of the tasks uh, i'm a perfectionist by nature mm. so that was really hard uh, for me yeah uh, but slowly uh, i realized one one of the things that in my previous experiences that yeah. was causing me much fatigue was trying to do everything to on my myself, own yeah, uh, so just delegating things uh, for yeah. example if it's somebody to go and rally the people uh, mm. let's say for example in a alumni group yeah. to hype the people up let them do that you, you look for a hype man for, <laughs> i'm not a hype man yeah I'm, I'm, that's not my nature yeah so that's uh, something i can you know mm. delegate yeah 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 oh, that's 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 good i think um people management is one of uh, i agree it's one of the skills that uh, we don't think we need, but we all need it. Uh, despite what level or technical yeah. career you are in, because you're interacting with people constantly, and you yeah. can never say that you just interact with a computer. Even if you like you're a software, you interact with people yeah. continuously. And, and um, I also think yeah. the the beauty with um, trying to do this, uh, you know, trying to learn by experience, experience. and uh, yeah. making it practical is you not only learn things about yourself, but also with the people you bring on board. Mm. Uh, so even with the alumni group, uh, I think we are at a level where I'm even comfortable letting somebody try a new thing. thing yeah. uh, so right now we're organizing a trip to coast with our group. And there's somebody who actually went to cause to lead things on that side. And that, for me, it was beautiful because yeah. they saw your vision and yeah. they actually took it to heart and they're doing it. And they're doing it. And yeah. that's the epitome of leadership. leadership. Being able to influence people and have them buy into your idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, 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 that's great. I want to be part of your alumni group. <laughs> May I? <laughs> I want to go to coast. <laughs> um, so how do you prepare yourself for these transitions? Mm. Yeah, so for one, um, yeah, coming back to what you mentioned, um, yeah. so it's what what do I need to gain from this transition? Yeah. Um, how do I go about it? So in my case was, uh, I need to know everything about a, a business. Mm. I've been there, right? Um, but 
uh, I, ca- I can't say we really had like a, a mentor or personally mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a mentor to actually take me through that so my go-to was ah, let me join this course it's six months I'll mm-hmm. learn everything and all that um, so it's one you don't also you know just, just dive in just dive in have to calculate um, I'm transitioning uh, right now we are adults so there are bills to be paid mm. how am I going to handle, handle that yeah um, am I going into it full time or mm. am I you know balancing, balancing it with it something else something else um, what's the best case scenario what's the worst case scenario mm. um, yeah yeah and talking to other people people about about the idea yeah. so that's generally so when you want to transition that's what you do before transitioning making sure that things are whatever needs to be sorted is sorted out or you know how you'd sort it out and yeah. then be able to talk to other people to just kind of get their view and then now do the then jump do the jump and yeah. once you do the jump mm-hmm. being disciplined about it being disciplined oh yeah. That is good, cause that reminds me of something I learned from. Um, I don't know if you know Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brene Brown is a writer, and she talks about vulnerability, and um, <laughs> she's also an organizational. This guy is who teach about leadership and stuff, and one of the things she ever said is that when her kids, um, so every time she has a sit down with her kids and uh, let her kids tell her what they want to do, in regards to like. Um, swimming what do you call yeah. this games or like hobbies they don't want to explore and the agreement is that they have to stay in it for the whole term mm. there's no you you go into it and hate it <laughs> you'll have to do it <laughs> at the end yeah. yeah why why do you think that is important from a business point like when if you decide to jump into it mm-hmm. stick to it why do you think that is important why not get out after one week when you're not feeling like it okay well, that's a good question I think it's it's important because you never know the next day how it's going to be. Mm. Today might be a low day, yeah. but tomorrow definitely it will be a high. Okay, not definitely, but yeah. at some point it will be a better it, day. It will be a better day. Yeah. Um, and I usually feel like not not only in business but also in life it has mm. its highs and it has its lows. Yeah. And you just have to be prepared mm. for both. Yeah. So in a business aspect, um, let's say you've lost uh, a bit of income or maybe you're experiencing technical issues, yeah. nothing is working. Yeah. Um, the following day, somebody might mention something that opens doors. Doors for you. Uh, yeah. So you, you have to be disciplined. Um, and also, it's your, your learnings. Don't, don't feel like it's, it's mm. a liability. It's okay, but what... Like, what did I learn today? How yeah. can I be better tomorrow? tomorrow? And one thing I know for sure is there's always somebody you can reach out to who will be able to help you fix whatever you, you, you're facing. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, my, <laughs> my take, take on that. Take on that. Yeah. yeah, actually someone I was listening to another episode, podcast and was saying how... Um, don't like if when you're planning don't just plan with the worst case scenario or worst experience mm-hmm. or your highest of experiences try have a balance because yeah. that's that, so because when you when you plan with your 
like low times you're more likely to be very pessimistic and mm. very come from a scarcity mindset and then when you plan from a very high time you, you tend to ignore yeah. the risks and like some of the challenges you might go through and so it's mm. good to find out like a balance of this could be good this could be bad and i think just maintaining that discipline is understanding that this there are, seasons, there are seasons that will come that will be good and seasons that will be bad yeah. and um you, you got that like you got you yeah you got that you got the bad seasons and you got the good seasons yeah. <laughs> that would be coming yeah, yeah. um so can you, can you touch yeah. on that? yeah yeah please go <laughs> i remember uh, when we were starting cc tech the mm-hmm. first few months mm. at that time we only had 200 shillings and you need to go from your end <laughs> uh, go back to uh, that time i was living in south sea yeah and that's caters for transport uh, and you need to everything. eat and stuff yeah but we stuck with it and after a while we were getting you know gigs we never thought we'd get, never get we yeah. traveled all over kenya to, mm. to train people that we would have never uh, gotten the, the opportunity, opportunity to, to. Do so, so and and the money was also good, good money. <laughs> it was good money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I think even I think from for for our viewers is learning that there will be good times and there'll be bad times but when you stick it out yeah. there is good outcomes and I think the outcomes is not just like financially as you've said is like mm. also asking yourself today was not such a good day how can i make it yeah. better tomorrow and seeing what other ways that you can make that better um yeah. I think that's a good way to have a view in in life and yeah so thank you for that uh so mind shift so when when you're moving from one uh when you moved from cc tech or from the different transitions that have happened Mm -hmm. what are some of the perspectives that have changed during these transitions maybe you can share with us on when you're moving from one uh maybe from cc tech to code of africa to now antler what are some of the mind shifts that have happened or perspectives that have changed mm. during those um mm. Um, i think one is believing in myself more mm. um and i think that's that's the biggest one um um because i mentioned the codependency but right now I'm at the space where if there's something I really want to do, yeah, and, and no one's going to stop me. You're gonna do it. I'll go and do it. Yeah. Regardless of all the negative voices mm. that usually comes with transitions from yeah. other people and yeah. also your own. I'll still go and do you it. And do it. Yeah. Oh, nice! Like so, before like because of this many transitions, makes you know, ah, now I can actually do it. Mm. So yeah, I keep telling like when during our episodes, I keep saying some of the things that keep me going is remembering that oh, there's a time I did this, so even this yeah. thing that I'm facing now, I can do it because I can see I can gain confidence from mm. something I've already done before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so actually, because you've just mentioned that people talk and people say yeah. uh, things during transition, I can imagine <laughs> when you're getting out of like a good-paying job or like yeah. leaving a CCTEC that a job a, a company you had built and like it was now growing. Yeah. Uh, how did your family and close friends react to these decisions <laughs> um, of you know of sta- living stability? 
mm. quote in quotes uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to doing entrepreneurship um yeah um well i can say one with my uh, family my parents mm. <laughs> they really don't get this entrepreneurship <laughs> thing you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. But how can they not understand? Considering your dad was yeah. in business, yeah, how comes he can't, irony, he right? can't <laughs> connect the two? I'd think he'd be like, oh yeah, I do it. I did it, you yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's, that's the, the irony with that. Yeah. Um, so my take is usually, I, <laughs> I usually do it then tell them after. Mm, after you've already started doing after it, the journey has begun. Uh, then you're like, oh, back there I did this, because at the end of the day they are not going to churn you, or they will yeah. always be there. Is it a way of, is is it a way of like protecting? Mm-hmm yourself in a way that because you know they would be a, a bit skeptical and this is something yeah. you want to do so like you'd start doing it and then you say when you've already done it because now mm. okay they you already started it so there's nothing much they can do about yeah, it so do you yeah. think that's one of the way you do cope with that uh, in a probably, way probably yeah. probably and they think it stems from my childhood mm. um yeah uh, i think also it's uh also don't like many negative thoughts uh, or comments <laughs> or like comments yeah. Or, yeah but it's not to say that whatever they usually tell mm. me isn't valid yeah um, yeah i, I kind of believe that most of the things people ask i've yeah. already thought about it or yeah with the people i'm really close to i usually uh debrief yeah yeah, yeah. okay um so can you recall how um are there other people by the way who yeah. you are impacted by these decisions of transitions uh yeah recently it's been my partner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how has she been taking it ah she's all on board and she's uh, all on board but but of course uh it's sitting down and looking at the whole spectrum mm. uh, it's not just doing something for the sake of doing, doing it, it yeah your mind can be pretty wild mm. <laughs> so it's uh how do we turn it down to what actually matters yeah what are we going to gain from it mm. um, and also my close friends yeah um, yeah telling them by there i'm trying to do one two three what's your take on that mm. um, so just hearing their perspective yeah yeah um and in other ways, uh, as much as I mentioned my parents, I tell them after, yeah. there are certain decisions where I think they are really, Say is yeah, important. really important. Yeah, yeah. So during those times, it's knowing who do I really need to talk to mm. before doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, I think that's a good way to think about it. Who do I need to talk to before doing it and who do I need to talk to after? Yeah. <laughs> after doing after it, doing it um, yeah. or who do I need to bring in and who I don't need to bring in at mm. this point depending with where you are yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a very important decision to like know who who needs mm. to what at what time yeah. I think that also helps manage like expectations from your end and like reduces the pressure from yourself because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people yeah, will definitely always have something to say <laughs> and I think but at the end of the day I think the main important thing is you as a person understanding that the choice lies with you yeah. and someone can be like um yeah that's a good idea but then you're also not feeling too good about mm. it 
And someone can be like, nah, that's 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 not gonna work and that yeah. you're too excited. So I think at the end of the day the choice, choice still yeah, the choice is yours. This is all this advice is good, but the choice still remains with you. Yeah. yeah. Um so how do you handle failure? How do you handle failure and how do you handle the fear of, of failure. failure? Um uh, I think a failure is <laughs> Usually hits hard. <laughs> it's, it's one of the worst feelings if you don't succeed at something. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's it's good to sulk mm. uh, for a few days or whatever. Time feel day. your feelings. Uh, yeah, feel your feelings. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, don't get stuck in that rut. Mm. You need to remember. I actually tried it. Yeah. It doesn't mean the next thing I try. It's going to fail. Going so to don't fail. put the same mark of failure from this to your next exactly. venture. Yeah. yeah, because you've gained lessons from failure. Yeah. So how do we, and those failures uh, are now your strengths. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that mark of like, and I think that should replicate across boards. I think mm-hmm. just generally in life, just because maybe this relationship didn't work don't think like the next relationship won't work if this yeah. business didn't work don't think like the next business won't work i think that mindset is important because i feel like nowadays our culture is because this thing didn't work yeah. we want to be very super guarded super protective super and i think come then now we start going at everything from a scarcity point yeah. of view and not like nowadays i think thinking about success is lower than mm-hmm. thinking about failure or something not working out yeah. do, you, do you feel the same i think we are more currently we are less vulnerable and opening up and being open to experiencing new things i think we are more guarded and more um i don't want to experience this because it might go mm. i think there's so much negative connotation towards yeah. A lot of a lot of things. I think maybe it's because of social media and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's because of the kind of information we are accessing. Um, I think a word. No, three questions to go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, what does success mean to you, uh, and how do you set yourself up for success? Mm. Success. Um, I think success for me is a day at a time. So whatever I set out to do uh, on that particular day, I've achieved that. That's yeah, success. that's success to you. So it's more short-term achieving your short-term goals, mm-hmm. which lead up to the long-term, long-term vision. Mm. Yeah. Hey, what success a day at a time? I think that <laughs> should be a, like a tagline or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be a tagline. And how do you set yourself up for success? Um, I think it's being very realistic with mm. who I am. Um, so, and this is something I've also recently come to find out. Found yeah. Find out about myself yeah. is I usually have pretty big, ambitious ideas, mm. but. The way now I'm trying to set myself up to all this success yeah. is narrowing it down to the simplest thing you can achieve yeah. on that particular day. So 
Uh, I think there's a term <laughs> we coined uh, mm-hmm. and this year is keep things moving. Oh, don't yeah. stall them. Yeah. If it's uh, an email you have to send, do, do it, it that time. Do that time. Yeah. If you're nervous about sending it, send it. Mm, Let yeah. the consequences come after. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Simple things, uh, minimal things. If there's a need to delegate, do it. Do and, it. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. I think that's a that's a good way um of setting up. I think one of the things I've also been trying is if something is difficult for me, mm-hmm. say that like give it five minutes but not leave it for too long, because that means you might end up convincing yourself why you should not be the one to do it, um and just doing it. Yeah. Just do it even if it's uncomfortable. Like yesterday, I, <laughs> um yesterday a, f- a colleague of mine uh wanted me to send a certain email and mm-hmm. I they would have done it. Uh, but I told them, don't worry, I'm going to take it up. But it was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's a difficult email. Uh, but yeah. So one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you currently fearing? What are you currently figuring out? Ah, I'm, I'm figuring out what the next decade means for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean with this entrepreneurship thing is yeah. what do I really love and mm. what problems are there and what can I solve because I know I have I, 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 I can say I'm creative yeah. and innovative yeah. but now how do I juggle that with something that's factful mm. that's something I'm slowly figuring, figuring out, out. Oh, yeah. nice I think understanding um how understanding what you like um and how that fits into your purpose mm. um i think that gives you long-term satisfaction yeah than just money yeah it's not just about money entrepreneurship is not just about money it, it's it's not it's very, about purpose <laughs> and passion yeah it's about <laughs> purpose and passion yeah money um so one of the things now my co-founder told me when we first started an interaction is don't chase the money money will always come because you're, you're young, you're, you're bright. Yeah. Find something you really think you can be really, really good, good at. And money will come. Money will come. Success will come. Yeah. People will be the ones calling you. Yeah. You're not the one who's going to be chasing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So find what you actually love and can be really, really good at. Yeah. And success will come. So um, that is it. How was the episode? Fantastic. It was fantastic. Can we have a retake? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> we like, can go at it for another hour, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. I think that has been such an insightful episode. I think when I was starting, I was a bit anxious, but I think I just like calmed into it. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much. Make sure that you follow us on we underscore r underscore fio on Twitter, on Instagram, each every single platform. Listen to our podcast on all uh, podcast platforms on Spotify, Google Podcast. Also, you can get us on YouTube at uh, we no at we are fuel. <laughs> so make sure that you subscribe and hit the notification bell so that every time we release a new episode, you get notified. No one, thank you so much. It's such an honor having you uh, on our platform. Do you want to plug yourself? Oh, 
first and say thank you for the <laughs> conversation. You're welcome. Uh, I think uh, so many gems came out of it. Yeah. So I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not big on social media. Media. <laughs> but if you search Munge underscore is Norman, uh, you can find You me. can find you. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, and also please share with us your experiences and transitions in entrepreneurship in corporate on our comments below. You can also DM us at we underscore r underscore feel on our Instagram page and we'll be happy to um, answer your questions or even share your comments uh, in our next episodes. Thank you and bye.